Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Welcome back to the Padawans podcast. I am your host, Lucas, and with me is my co-host, David. Hey, guys. How's, How's it going? going? You oh, excited? Drinks you, owe me a, drinks you owe me a soda. What about some blue milk? Oh, blue milk. Yes, mm. absolutely. Only if it's made in Aunt Peru's hut. I heard, um, I heard that uh, they, they interviewed... Holy cow! Already drawn blanks today. Today's gonna be a fun episode. Oh yeah. Uh, 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 the guy who played Luke Skywalker. Oh, Mark Hamill. They interviewed him, and he was like, "They were like, what do you think of the milk?'" And he was like, "The blue milk tasted awful. The purple milk was." Or the pur- green, was milk. Purple or green, green milk. Green milk. Green milk was amazing. Green milk was like this, like minty Kool Aid kind of thing, and blue milk tasted like milk with like cardboard pattern or something like that. I don't know, but he, he talked <laughs> about it. And apparently they like actually flavored the green milk. The first oh, time yeah. around they're like, here, have this mystery liquid. Oh yeah, yeah. That doesn't sound good at all. No. Um David, do you want to get some disclaimers out of the way? Okay. I would like to apologize <laughs> on behalf of the podcast to the entire Star Wars nation, the universe. <laughs> I got really excited in the last episode, and I may have referred to both Episode 1 Phantom Menace and Episode 2 Attack of the Clones as Clone Wars several times throughout the, the our previous podcast. Um, there, if you could follow along, great. If not, sorry. Oh, I'm not, we're not correcting it. And uh, no, we my don't. intention is just, that's the mystery. Which one was I talking about? Who knows? Yeah, or maybe we, we find out later today. We stand by our beliefs. And it's in our morals. It's a podcast, guys. We're not going to go back and edit ourselves. This is raw no. and unfiltered, good quality, yes. sometimes inaccurate content. But I will say we won't make mistakes like that. Well, never. I, I, I never. Will, going I, forward, I, this is going to be a perfect podcast. We're never going to make a mistake like I that. Will, I will take some blame for the mistakes that were happening because I am supposed to be the leader of this group. And I failed. I failed everybody. Believe and you it. know I mean, what? You're like the master, but we. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that, I've really, right? I've really failed. I failed. Right. So let's chalk it up to the fact that I'm a Star Wars newbie. Yes. Yes. That? We'll just do that. We'll do that. How about that? And with speaking of that, huh, we're on to episode two of Clone Wars oh. season one. David, so, would you like to add something? An- Another thing, so especially for these first nine episodes, but but going forward, here's another thing that I wanted to notate. So going forward, let's try. We're not going to be perfect, or, or are we? Who knows? Yeah. Anytime we are referring to the show, The Co- Clone Wars, it'll be season one, episode one, season one, episode two, so on yes. and so forth. Yes. Anytime we refer to the movies, to try and clear up confusion on the the listener's part we will refer to them as the name of the movie, movie. and not the episode of the movie yes or maybe absolutely. we might but we'll always try and at least let you know which movie we're talking about instead of saying like oh episode nine because 
Yeah. We, there's no idea. We have. Yeah. Our last yeah. episode was very confusing. Oh, yeah. But we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, but speaking of the, we are going to get into season one, episode two, Rising Malevolence, uh, directed by yours truly, Dave Filoni, um, and written by Stephen Melching. So the synopsis, uh, creating panic throughout the galaxy, a de- devastating separatist mystery weapon terrorizes the clone Starfleet. Anakin and Ahsoka race to save Jedi Master Plo Koon and his clone troopers in time. Jedi Master Plo Koon and his squad barely survive an attack from a mysterious Separatist warship called the Malevolence. Can they stay alive long enough for Anakin and Ahsoka to come find them? Let's find out. I, I felt like that was a good, a good uh, yeah, how they start every episode. I yeah. thought that I did it really well. That's uh, maybe even better than last week. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, so where where is this taking place compared to the last uh, season one episode one? Okay, so <laughs> um, uh, I know it. I know timey wimey timeline stuff. It, it's not a straight path. So this, so a uh, ambush would be the sixth episode, I believe, that you watch. Um, if you're watching it in chronological order, let me pull this up real quick. You can't. Well, let's. Can we put? Uh, can we put links in the episode notes? Yes. Yeah, we can. We, and I'll, we'll we just put, put a link in the episode notes. We should put a link to the chronological order in episode notes. If you guys want to watch it that way, that's great. We are going to be watching uh, uh, in, in release in epi- order. In release order, um, because that's. That's a whole can of worms. Oh yeah, it's gonna be, it's 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 a real interesting. So, ambush technically, I've got it pulled up now. Ambush is actually the fifth episode. Or in chronological order. Yes, in chronological order. Then this this one is it, and then it goes for a a, a quite a while in so how's order. It- How's it go? Is it like it's like season two or season so, three and it's like halfway through the season? Yep. So season two, episode 16 and then season one of uh, uh, yeah, season one, uh, episode 16 and then the movie, then season three, episode one, then season three, episode three, then and then ambush. Then and you're then finally you at season one, episode yeah. one. And then you jump you jump around again, don't you? Uh, Halfway through. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but yes, this would be the fifth episode technically, but we are doing it through release order. Um, so that's why we're talking about it that way. But okay. So then in the timeline, this, this is the next episode taking place after ambush, correct? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, okay. absolutely. So, I mean, they did kind of go by order, but they really it just did. jumps around a lot. It I'm does. sure it'll make sense as we go through. Yeah, it, it will. It definitely will. Um, okay, so, so, so we we have a very Star Wars e beginning. We cut yes. to ships in space. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, uh, three Republic cruisers approach uh, Grievous's battleship called the Malevolence. It's yep. got like a very uh, like pre uh, 
Osprey Death Star kind of look to it. It's got this yes. giant saucer on the side of it. We don't know what that is. They don't really allude to it right away yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's it's very clear in the beginning of the episode that they've been searching for this ship. Grievous has this ship that's just like wiping out fleets of of Republic cruisers, and they have yep. no idea how or why or, or what's happening. But there's never any survivors. It's absolutely devastating. So they're searching for this thing. Yep. So back to your point of the Death Star, I believe that this is like the first technology that Palpatine or Sidious gives to the Confederacy to kind of plan with the whole kyber crystal um, that they use in the Death Star. I feel like that um, that weapon that they used uh, was powered by a cower- uh, kyber crystal. I could be wrong. But... On, on Grievous's on malevolence? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, so, that's what I, I believe it. because it does the same type of thing that you see in the Death Star in both Rogue One and uh, um, and the and uh, the original trilogy. You see the folks sitting next to the um, that hallway. I'm yeah. There's that. There's that. Crazy. There's they that, get that scene shot where yeah. you get the two battle droids that are kind of sitting in the corridor and you see yes. the laser go by them. And it's very uh-huh. reminiscent of, of other movies Hope. where we've yep. seen that exact same shot. Yeah, absolutely. It is. But, um, I, but I will say, so the technology is different, though. This is very much like uh, an EMP and electronic modified. Yes, it is. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what it stands for, but it disables all the electronics. Their shields yep. are knocked out. Their power is knocked out, all that kind of stuff. But it doesn't actually do any destruction, whereas, like, the Death Star is, like, literally blowing stuff up. Yeah, but I definitely think it could have been a, a, oh, definitely a prototype, for, for sure. For sure a progression, because, I mean, like, they literally, they allude to, like, you see that laser, like, cut through this, like, circular hole, and the droids react to it. Yeah, it's totally, totally a, a nod to the original movies yep and then we get our first scenes with anakin and ahsoka this is the first time we've seen anakin mm-hmm. since episode yeah so since, since attack of the clones almost made that mistake attack of the clones um he now We're supposed has to be perfect no i know he now has his padawan so yeah ahsoka. so 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 we cut to plo Koon. first time we're also we're also meeting him uh he reaches out to anakin with ahsoka in tow uh, uh, but halfway through trying to reach out to him, the, the transmissions get cut out. So, yeah, so this is the first time we meet tons of people. We meet Plo Koon for the first time. Mm-hmm. Not in canon, right? Nope, not in canon. He is seen in The Phantom Menace. And um, in Attack of the, uh, Attack and of the Attack Clones. And Attack of the Clones, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, in The Phantom Menace, he is in both High Council uh, scenes with Obi-Wan Obi Wan and uh, Qui Gon and uh, and then with Anakin mm-hmm. when they're testing the, him and in the second one uh, he's in the battle but he's also do we see him anywhere else in the second uh, no he just in the, just in the big battle. old battle yeah, in yeah, yeah. Attack of the Clones yep but okay so so who is Plo Koon so he is a Kaldor and mm-hmm. he is from the planet Doran um, mm-hmm. a small little tidbit. There, the mask that he wears, the black thing, actually keeps him from dying because he can't pull in oxygen, from what I understand. If he takes Just, it off on some planets, he will die. So it's ultimately like him. It's I would compare it to the Predator from the Predator versus Alien. So it's like a gas mask. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
He um, it, it must be a powerful one because later on in the episode, he goes out with without any space gear on. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I can handle. Well, it it, it causes it, it. It's able to let him uh, breathe in uh, space. Low which oxygen is very... situations. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Very and cool then. Technology. Yeah. And so then, and then so so he's a master. He's uh, obviously he's on the council. He is he's a general in the war. Uh, yeah. He's he's running a fleet. Um, yes. We're also we also meet Ahsoka right away. Yes. This is the um, first time that we see. Oh, so we see her in the movie, which takes place before, which is released before this episode comes out. Yes. This is the first time in Clone Wars that we see her. Yep. In the TV show. Yes. This is the first yeah. time you see her. So and so, who who is she? Where did she come from? So she's a Tegruda, um, mm-hmm. and she is the same species as Shock T, um, who, who we've seen who in, we've seen in, in the plenty movies. of things, yeah, plenty of things, mm-hmm. um, uh, and she's from Chile, um, and in the episode, uh, Ahsoka says Tegruda, um, Master uh, Master uh, Plocoon or Master uh, Master Plocoon, I think it is, and then he says something back to her. Um, uh, Tokoyama, little Ahsoka. Well, the reason for that is is that um, Plo Koon was actually the Jedi Master to find Ahsoka, and um, and uh, actually bring her to the temple to be trained. So that's interesting. Mm. Um, that's a little tidbit. And then they go back and. And uh, you'll find out in later seasons that they have a really strong connection to each other. Yeah, I'm excited. It, um, uh, I, but I, yeah. I always thought Plo Koon was like one of the coolest looking Jedis. I mean, that mask, he, it makes him look like a badass. Oh, so yeah. The fact that we actually get to see him talk and I'm, I'm very excited to see his character develop. I, I hope that we see him a lot of him. Oh, yeah. You, you see you see a little bit of him. Um, uh, funny story. His whole platoon is called the Wolf Pack. Mm. The main reason why they're called the Wolf Pack is because Dave Filoni is a big. He's he his favorite animal is a wolf. So, so it's a little nod to to Dave to yeah. He made them Wolf Pack. Um, and they and their leader is Captain Captain Wolf or no Commander Wolf. Um, who shows up quite a bit in the series and in other series as well. Um, but that's, we'll get that's there. all we'll talk about. So, so, so Ahsoka and Anakin, um, they, they're in the middle of talking to Plo Koon. Uh, the, 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 uh, transmission gets jammed. Yes. Um, Ahsoka and Anakin then have to talk to the council. Um, they, that the council decides that, okay, so this, uh, Grievous's ship is just taken out ship after ship after ship. We can't afford to lose anything else. Yeah. Anakin, we want you to go protect supply lines. Yep. So, and right off the bat, Ahsoka is like super against us. She's like, no, we have to go try and save these people. But Master Plo Koon is like really close to me. We've got to go try and, you know, see if there's any survivors. Yeah, absolutely. To which the, to which the council says, no dice. Sorry. I, it's great that you're speaking up, but you we you need to go do what we told you to. Well, and here's the other thing. Anakin says before they even walk into the, um, into the council chamber, uh, only speak when spoken to or something mm-hmm. along those lines. Mm-hmm. And what does she do? She speaks out of turn. Which who does that? Who does that sound like to you? Very much like Anakin. Yeah. Uh, very much. You're gonna see a lot of character development in the in the relationship between Anakin and Ahsoka, 
builds on so much of what episode three and the tragedy of that story. Right. Um, that relationship um, really makes this show work. And it's I love the interaction between the two, those two. Um, and I mean, originally, nobody kind of nobody really liked her. And then the show started becoming a hit and they really enjoyed her, which is great because she is such a great um, a female presence um, that I feel like she doesn't get a lot of respect. Excuse me. Wow. Um, she doesn't get a whole lot of respect. Uh, but they she that that whole character arc is amazing to me. It's 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 one of the best in all of Star Wars. How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? Curiosity Stream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, give the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. Yeah, I'm very excited for that, too. Um, so, yeah, so we 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 also hear and see from Chancellor Palpatine. We see for the first time Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. Who, by the by the way, I had to look it up. Obi-Wan Kenobi. I thought that that was actually Owen McGregor for a second. Yeah, Ewan. Yeah, Ewan. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, Ewan McGregor. Sorry. Um, oh, you're fine. Uh, it, it, the, the, the voice acting is spot on. He really gets that kind of mannerism and the, yeah. the playfulness across. Absolutely. Uh, James, James Arnold Taylor? Yes, James, right? Ar- yep, James Arnold Taylor. <laughs> Who, he, yeah, go ahead. He also plays Plo Koon. Yep. So it, it, it really, really good acting on, on the voice acting part. Another thing with with uh, James Arnold Taylor and Obi Wan, he actually did. He actually has voiced o- Obi Wan the longest. He is the longest running actor to have played Obi Wan. Um, he did uh, the Clone Wars two D animated series. He was Obi Wan for that, and uh, I believe he was in the old Clone Wars video game as well. Which was he's, came out in two thousand and three as well. He's more um, Obi Wan than Ewan McGregor or or Sir Alec Guinness. Yep, uh, arguably. I mean, yeah, they're in the films, but he does more of the voice acting than either of the two of them ever did. Yep, more, absolutely. More yep, absolutely. He does. Wow. Absolutely, wow. but he is he does a really great job. It doesn't pull. It doesn't jar anything. Um, like you would think that not hearing Ewan's Ewan's. I, Ewan's voice would be jarring, but it's not. He fits that character so well that it just doesn't pull yourself out, and it doesn't really pull myself. When I hear Anakin, I it doesn't pull my it doesn't pull me out of it. Um, so that was good that they got they got good actors that could um embody those characters because they yeah. are so iconic and it's very important to it, it, the it yeah you never want to distract from that the acting the, the whole time the last thing you want to be thinking about is is it actually yeah you want to you don't want to have to fight yourself on being that's not hayden christensen is uh, anakin i mean it's not supposed to be but it's anakin yeah so it's it's just yeah well and i mean that but uh there's been several different actors playing each role throughout the movies themselves. Yep. I mean, 
talk about, you know, Darth Vader was played by one actor, voiced by another in the original yep. series, and yep. then played by a two two more in episode one. He was played by um uh in Phantom Menace he was played by uh what's you mean the kids? Anakin? Anakin was played by Yes. Uh, um, the, the child. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm blanking on his name. Tyler something. Was... It was Tyler something. No, it's not. It's not Tyler. Jake. Jake Lloyd. Jake Lloyd. For the win. Yes. Yes. For the win. Yeah. And so then, Jake Lloyd. And then, and and then, then by Hayden, Hayden, Hayden Christensen. And uh, he actually, he was actually in the suit in episode three. Yeah. I don't know if fought, he, he fought for it. They didn't want to give it to him right away. Yep. And he, he earned it. He definitely earned it. Yeah, um, just, but yeah. yeah. So anyways, so, oh, you know what I'd also be interested in seeing? I what? wonder who plays Darth Vader in, uh, which movie is that? Uh, Rogue, Rogue One. One. Um, they had a, they had a bodybuilder um, play him. So yeah, so so he's been played by several different people throughout the yep. movies. Yep, absolutely. So, so having a different voice actor isn't honestly all that strange. No, as long as Darth Vader's voiced by James Arnold, uh, James Earl Jones, I'm fine. Yeah. Nothing yeah. really will pull me out. Uh, uh, now so anyways. Back to the story. Yeah. Um, a f- uh, take it away, David. A few. So, yeah. So we we cut to Anakin and Ahsoka are sent to go uh, protect the supply lines. Um, Anakin's like, hey, guys, I'm let, we're going to take a ship. We're going to go search in advance and try and make sure there's no one out there. And. <laughs> They uh, Anakin kind of does a little bit of sneaky business and um, they they fly to the crash site where they fly to the last place where Plo Koon was heard. Um, Mm -hmm. Ah Ahsoka tries like getting defensive and she brings it up again and she's like, hey, like, just so you know, like, I want to tell you why I wanted to go and protect uh, Plo Koon and Anakin cuts her off. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll talk about it here in a little bit. Um, he, he tries to make a teaching moment, mm-hmm. um, to her and it, it sort of works. Um, but the other thing, uh, also while, while Anakin and Ahsoka are traveling through hyperspace, um, the clones with Plo Koon think of themselves again as very expendable. Yeah. Um. Which from the last episode, Yoda kind of saying you, you are individual people in the Force, and Plo Koon kind of says a, around the similar thing. Um. But if you think about it from a strategic point, yes, they are absolutely expendable. Mm-hmm. They're the most expendable thing in the entire Republic. I'm sure that's how they're trained. I'm sure when they're yes, absolutely. You know, they're being told you guys are not here to save yourselves. You are not a one person. You are serving as a collective. And I will say some of the, some of my favorite moments aren't from the Jedi. It's actually from the clones. Mm -hmm. So that I, I hope that gets you excited because seeing the clones actually become their own kind of characters and building stuff. It's, it's great. It's great storytelling, but again, take it away. so there, so um, they we cut to, and uh, the the clones um, are talking to Plo Koon. They're talking about how expendable they are. Um, Plo Koon's like, well, let's you know at least try and repair the pod. That way, if someone does come and save us, they'll find us. And they'll be able and, to. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, so so Anakin reveals to Ahsoka, like I say, they they pull up to the crash site. He reveals to Ahsoka that they are in fact looking for survivors instead of looking for the weapon that they were sent to. She has that line that's like, uh, oh, oh so what? it's only okay when it's a it's only okay when you break the rules. I he can't said break the rules. He said, "I'm not saying I'm breaking the rules. It's just about how you follow the rules." Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is his sneaky way of being like, "I am Anakin Skywalker, Skywalker after all." Yeah, absolutely. I am the chosen one. I can do whatever I want. So, kind of so, 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 Plo and his clones uh, are able to get the pod operating. Um, and, and just in time to hear another pod, um, there, there's other survivors, you hear them screaming for help in here. Um, uh, we hear them screaming for help and that someone's coming out to get them. All of a sudden they get cut off and then we see the camera kind of pans over and you see, uh, this droid looking clamp device kind of break down the pod and kills Mm -hmm. the other, the other clones. Now, let me say one thing. Does it make you see? Did, did you uh, did you hear the the droid doing that? Like, I did. Like a, I the was like imperial march. I was like, it's like, is that the imperial march or is that just like something that that they decided no, to do? It, but I thought I I thought it was really funny. Close, if you turn on the closed captions, it says imperial uh, droid march. humming imperial march. <laughs> yeah, I, no, that's funny. That's really funny. I never, a, I never really connected that, but yeah, that's kind of what it sounds like. You know, I, I get, I get so torn. I mean, I'm, we're only on episode two, but there's our. This is a kid show. It came out on Cartoon Network, yeah. but there's some adult themes. I mean, you watch, oh, absolutely. Like, you watch these clones get sucked out of the pod and they die, and oh, it's horrifying. But then at the next second, you get the comedy relief <laughs> yeah. of the of the droids going dun 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 dun, dun, dun and you're like, yeah. It's 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 really interesting, and I'm I'm glad that they did that in the show because I yeah. think if you if you just have the droids as this like menacing robotic presence, the show gets a whole lot darker. Yeah, versus, absolutely. Versus if they're you know they look up and they're like, why is there a Jedi out in space? Like it's yeah, just it, it cuts down the tone a lot of the of the series. It, no, uh, speaking of clone uh, of Plo Koon being out in space, I thought like so it's like when you watch it, you think how how is that working like when you watch the show or watch the movies and and you see explosions you're like that's not possible <laughs> there's not air like that's not possible to have an explosion in space okay uh if you have uh john and hank green have a youtube series john john green wrote uh like uh turtles all the way down and he wrote um uh, big uh young uh young adult author Okay. Um, they recently just did a podcast, and they and they talked about that. Um, so basically, the theory is, according to them at least, the explosions in space happen because the fuel type isn't necessarily. Um, uh, it, it's not necessarily like an Earth derivative. It may not be like gotcha. gasoline, right? It's like no, it's like a sense. like a hyperdrive type. You know, who knows how that thing's powered, and who knows yeah. how that thing combusts. That's true. That's so, that's good. That's good call. That's good call. Yeah, that's absolutely true. It, everything's got an explanation. No, yeah. But also there there is oxygen on the ship itself, so that yes, that is. is an ignition source too. Would yep. it necessarily blow up like that? Who knows? I mean, there's not. We don't see a whole lot of space explosions, but. Yep. Absolutely. Um. So yeah. So so Anakin and Ahsoka are, are searching for other survivors. Um. Obi Wan 
discovers that Anakin has deviated from the original plan because he's <laughs> kind of MIA. Yep. I have a feeling that that's not going to be the first time that he's MIA. Oh, that's no, kinda, no, no, no. That's kind of his thing, I feel. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but um, Palpatine gets word that Anakin's missing. He radios into Anakin and he's like, dude, what the heck? The council super mad at you. You need to get your butt back. Um, and Anakin, it, he's willing to ignore the council, but Palpatine says, get your butt back over there. Mm-hmm. He's like, yes, sir. Absolutely. Right away. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, that, that just goes to show you the, the, um, manipulation already, already, already taking place yeah. that we see in, uh, um, Revenge of the Sith, um, uh, I mean, and you also see it in comics too. There was a comic run where there was uh, Anakin uh, as a as still a Padawan with Obi Wan, and uh, um, Palpatine takes him down to the lower levels of uh, Coruscant and shows him the nitty gritty of what people are truly, really about. Oh, really? So that's an I have that actual comic. That I'll have to give you to read. Um, what series but, is that? Uh, Anakin and Obi Wan. Okay. Oh yeah, you've got Marvel Unlimited. I do have Marvel so, Unlimited. So, uh, we'll get to other Star Wars news later, but back to back to the the rewatch. So yeah, so so as um, so so yeah, so Palpatine says, "Hey, you guys got to go back." Anakin's like, "Yes, sir. I'm not going to listen to the council, but I'll listen to you." And as he's like getting ready to like turn the ship around, Ahsoka's like, "Wait." I can sense Plo Koon. He's reaching mm-hmm. out to me. That's when we find out. So uh, we find out that Ahsoka was dis- discovered by Plo Koon. Yes. Yep. 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 As I mentioned earlier, yes. The uh, Master Plo Koon actually was the one that discovered Ahsoka and mm-hmm. brought her to the temple. Uh, so they have, uh, they, they, they've been really close friends for a long Super time. Super intimate connection. Yes, Absolutely. Um, and as the droids start to clamp down on the pod, um, yeah, Ahsoka, Ahsoka picks... like she yanks the controls and she's like, yep. no, we're going that way. Uh, yep. we see, we see Plo Koon and a couple troopers go out and they're trying to defend the ship, but yeah, the, the, the clamps are coming down. This thing is a horrifying ship, by the way. Oh, yeah, this, yeah, absolutely. This pod destroyer thing. It's like, almost like Jaws, to be yeah, honest. It's kind of and... eerily to like Jaws. And I mean, I could just imagine like just getting sucked out through a tiny little hole. hole. It's a horrible way to go. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Terrifying. But so, yeah, so they discover this ship, Anakin and Ahsoka blow it up. Um, they uh, they wrangle up the survivors, Plo Koon and the, and the clones. Everyone makes it out okay. Um, and then we, uh, we kind of, uh, they, they're escaping. Um, and that's when Plo Koon reveals to Anakin and to Ahsoka, like, hey, they're picking up, uh, they're, this machine's like a, a massive EMP machine. Yep. And it's, you know, we got to turn off all the radio signals. We got to turn off all the communications. <laughs> yep. And so that, and then we see this like medical droid that's like downstairs and he's helping all the guys and he like goes upstairs and he's like, Hey guys, anything I can help you out with? Yeah. Like, Oh much. my God, we forgot to turn off oh, the, medical the medical droid. droid. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that, so they yep. pick up, uh, but grievous, ship picks up the, uh, the signal from the droid. Mm-hmm. Um, you hear that, that drone go, Hey, uh, 
we pick up very small life or um, machine force, but it's not from us. It's definitely a, a it's definitely a, a different shirt. And yep. uh, and so yeah, so they hightail it. They barely get out of the way of the EMP. Yep. Um, they they make it back to uh, to Coruscant. Um, and then you have that scene at the very end where uh, Anakin and Ahsoka are getting off the ship, and you know they're like, "Oh man, like hey, we made it." Plo Koon's already headed back to the Jedi Council. And uh, mm-hmm. Anakin turns to Ahsoka and he's like, "All right, time to time to face the music." And uh, she's like, "Man, like, do we really have to? Like, we did a really good thing." Yeah. Uh, you get a you. It teaches you a lesson, or at least Anakin's teaching Ahsoka a lesson, right? Which ultimately teaches is is a kind of a wink, wink, nudge, nudge uh, lesson to us as the audience of action. Actions always have consequences, whether mm-hmm. they are good or bad. Um, and if it's, if it's for the greater good, maybe it's worth it. Maybe it's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, a couple of things about this episode, um, really like the tone throughout the entire thing. It felt, it, it, it was very much like high stakes. Um, mm-hmm. and in most of this show will have high stakes. It's very, very good. There's a lot of um, self-sacrificing in the show. Yes, absolutely. You have um, Plocoon going out, and he's like, I'm going to risk my body. I can handle this yep. for a short period of time, but maybe we it'll buy us a little bit of time. You have yep. Anakin and Ahsoka both going against the Order of the Jedi Council. Mm-hmm. Uh, you then have Ahsoka once again going against the Orders of Palpatine. Yes. Coming to Curiosity Stream, go on an adventure 66 million years in the making with Dino Week. From new discoveries about the dinosaurs we thought we knew, to the mind blowing species still being unearthed, and the controversial discovery that could rewrite history. Did dinosaurs survive longer than imagined? Dino Week on Curiosity Stream. And with monthly, annual, and bundled pricing plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. And uh, and yeah, at the end of the, the very last thing we see is them dealing with those consequences or getting ready to deal with those consequences or or not having to deal with the consequences because they found out how to destroy the weapon or in what it was. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, now time since we've gone, that is episode two of season one of Star Wars, the Clone Wars Rising the Malevolence. How do you we rank will it? Now give our rankings to go yeah. down again. Padawan uh, Youngling is bad. Padawan is eh. Jedi Knight is okay. Jedi Master is good. And Grandmaster is excellent. Top notch chef's kiss. Uh, what would your ranking be first, David? I want you should go first this time. I went first last time. Okay. Go um, ahead. I will say it's a Jedi Master. Okay. I was For thinking me, the same thing. For me, it takes a whole lot, and there will be a lot of grandmasters, um, especially in there's 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 an arc in season five that I absolutely 
it is the it's one of the best Star Wars telling like Star Wars storytelling in all of the canon. Um, but we'll we'll get into that in probably six months. <laughs> the way we're <laughs> the way we're going. Um, but uh, definitely good. Uh, it's a good episode. Um, uh, 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 the biggest skepticism when I tell people to watch the Clone Wars, I always say season one is kind of hard to get through, but once you do, you'll be so grateful that you do. Um, and even what, what rewatching don't you, it, what don't you like about this episode? Um, you can kind of tell, and it's very technical things. Like you can kind of see that the animation is 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 dated a little bit, but I mean, for what it is, it's 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 pretty good. I mean, it's an artistic um, choice, right? They yeah. could have made it more realistic looking. No, they sure. could have absolutely. Um, sometimes the 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 pacing's a little off, um, but having rewatch, and I I think that's the greatest thing about starting this podcast and doing rewatches is that you find a different perspective after watching it. Um, so I mean, before I would have done the podcast, I would have said it was a paddle one. It was, eh. but I would say it was it, Jedi Master. It was pretty good. Is is pretty good. I'm gonna give it night. I think it was a. I think it was very mi- middle of the road. Like it was a okay. good episode. Is it bad? And, was it better than ambush? See, here's where I I have to back down from myself, right? Because I gave that uh-huh. one a grandmaster. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would I would put these two episodes in very similar quality. Okay, so, you, uh, so, so maybe you I want to back back down on that one. Okay. Maybe they're both masters, but. It, yeah, yeah. Either way, this this episode definitely had room to improve. I feel like they could have um, maybe. I know they only have twenty minutes, but I feel yep. like you could have maybe explained um, Grievous's ship a little more. I, yes. I'm sure we will find out more about it later on down the road, and then who knows? Yep. I might change my ranking again. Yep. Um, but I the there were themes in this show, so I don't know how much you uh you pay attention to lighting, but um. The lighting is like it was very much like a dark setter tone because half of the episode was well, out in space. In the 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 planet itself the is planet, red. Yes, it was very very ominous looking, so, especially when you see the see the pan of of the ship go across the planet red planet, and then you just see this speck or this line of a ship going across it. I thought that was very very awesome. Mm-hmm. That was very very when, incredible. When uh anakin and ahsoka first come uh, to the system you see their their ship is just bathed in red light and uh i I feel like that's kind of a nod to anakin going against the council and kind of going against the jedis that's interesting that's a good take that's really really interesting that's a um, that's that's really good i don't know how in depth the directing is but i feel like dave filoni's he always knows what he's doing Oh, yes. And you go and you watch uh, a lot of the newer Star Wars stuff. I feel like light plays all, a big element. I mean, that's one of the oh, yeah. big directing tools that a, a a director has is the use of light and the use of foreshadowing and settings and stuff like that. Getting if tones. you watch, if you watch the 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 behind the scenes, he's giving directions and kind of setting the setting the canvas of what these what their characters are seeing and whatnot so i i really and I, I he did a great job and he everything that he's done so far in star wars is he's done really well and but so he's in the direction that he is yeah now. so so that's something that uh going forward i'm get, i feel like i'm gonna pay a lot more attention to is oh, yeah. the lighting of the show and how that plays into the foreshadowing of yeah you know what goes on to happen to anakin down the road 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I give it a three out of five. I think it has room to improve. I think, uh, but I mean, the only way it could have really improved in my mind is if it had been a forty-five minute episode, and it just yeah, they, those they did they had limits. So yeah, absolutely. Now we get into Star Wars news. Star Wars news, yay! Um, we, need a, we need to come up with a little uh, sound blurb for that. I know. I agree. Do like a, we need to figure a something hyperspace, out. something submit, like that. Submit your ideas, guys. Yeah, submit your ideas. Give us your thoughts. Um, so Star Wars Visions uh, was a trailer was released on July 3rd on YouTube, and they also released it during a anime con. Don't ask me what the, um, uh, the, that happened. the con was. What did that also happen this week? Yes, yes, okay. and that's what they released the trailer to. So it's um, a so it's a new Disney Plus series set to come out September twenty second. Yep. And uh, the the special look basically, um, it would, I mean, describe the show. So it's basically anime style. So anything mm-hmm. Japanese. So if you, I, I don't know how deep our listeners are going to understand anime. If you've seen Dragon Ball Z. Uh, Naruto, Attack on Titan, Samurai Jack, Samurai Jack. Uh, there's tons and tons and tons. Attack on yeah. Titans. Attack it, on Attack on Titan. It's, it's the list is infinite. It's infinite. It's it's a basic cartoon animation style of Japanese storytelling, Japanese or Korean it, or Asian uh storytelling. Um, and so this series is by several different studios. It's not yes. the, it's not a one congruent story. It is several different separate stories made by yeah. several different creators. No, yeah, absolutely, and I think it's going to be amazing. The one thing is, I'm, I'm glad it's not canon. Um, it, it oh, gives it's not? no, absolutely not. No, they came <laughs> out, they came out and said no, it's not going to be canon. You know why it's such a great thing that it's not? Because it doesn't shoehorn them into making decisions they're not handcuffed to making decisions that are you don't going have to get to... the Dave Filoni seal exactly. of approval at the end of the day exactly you can do what you want and you know there's a lot of stuff from Star Wars that is based on anime mm-hmm. um but uh, I I'm looking forward to it it's not going to be the number one thing that I'm looking forward to but looks, I've always good. I've always wanted Star Wars to have an anime it I reminds think it's me. perfect I think it's a perfect setting in anime to where they could do it and do it justice uh, for for our listeners and watchers on YouTube who are old enough uh, to go um, explore Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix, it's very similar. Um, that's a show that's also like different creators for each episode. Yeah. And they're all kind of just filtered around a central theme, which is kind of what I get from this so far is it's all like it's Star Wars universe. But other than that, we had we just let them do whatever they wanted. Yeah, absolutely. But there are there's tons and tons of nods in the Star Wars universe to samurai culture to Asian culture. Um, George Lucas has has referred several times to his influence um, by the the Japanese filmmaker Kurosawa. Yep, was, uh, he based it. Um, he based uh, the hero's journey off of Kurosawa and the the. Fortress. Uh no, it's not that. Or is it Forty Seven uh, Samurai? Or yeah, it's the Samurai. It's uh, man, I'm gonna kick myself for not getting it, this. Is it Forty Seven Samurai? I want to say it might movie, be. Right? It might be. We could be um, wrong though. Right, it's uh, or clone. I'm, was the movie called Clone Wars? 
No. No. <laughs> no. Oh, you're making a joke. You're making a joke. Good one. I no, did, I, I cracked I, myself up, but you, apparently not you. Yeah, no, I just didn't. I I, I wasn't I was talking about. Um. Yeah, but, you know the movie Clone Wars. No, yeah. So Darth Vader's armor, um, was based on samurai uh, mm-hmm. armor as well. In the um, original drafts of the the artwork, the Ralph it McCory. was much closer to traditional gym, uh, samurai armor than it is now, and it yeah. already has that look. It was very. You had like the hooded uh, helmet, and you had yeah. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's a natural progression. I'm really excited to see what how they explore the universe, and uh, I I love the art style. I think I think it's gonna be super super fun, super interesting. Uh, it's also kind of like um, what's the uh, what's the Marvel movie that they're or the Marvel series that they're coming out with? There's the what another if one, series. The what, what if series. Mm-hmm. I feel like I. Uh, Disney Plus has so many things. You can go down so many rabbit holes if you give give the uh, the creators the ability to say, yeah, yeah what if? Who, who knows? What if we just here's a here's an idea and run with it. Yeah. Um. So what, what about uh, what about Rising uh, Rising Storm? Have you finished it yet? Uh, Rising Storm. Uh, I am twenty five uh, chapters in. Love it. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's Would some tidbits and yo, yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll have a segment sometime where I just rank all of my canon books and might have an old whole episode on it. It's really good. Um, something that we didn't mention that's not in the notes, but I will bring up. Uh, Patty Jenkins actually talked about her upcoming movie Rogue Squadron. Mm. Um. So I did you know that she was doing a movie? Yes. So, no. so she bases she's basing this off of her father, who was a fighter pilot. Um, we don't really know when this movie is gonna uh, take place, but in an interview with um, who was it with? Who was it with? I'm trying to find it here. Um, Hollywood Reporter. She came out and said it's going it's going amazing. Uh, I had I, I I've been on it uh, already for six months before I e- it even announced. Um, so we're pretty deep into it. We're finishing a script, screwing up, uh, and it's all going wonderful. I'm so excited about the story and excited that we're the next chapter of Star Wars, which is such a responsibility and such an opportunity to really start something new, some things new, uh, and it's really exciting in that way. Um, Where did where what's uh what's peggy or patty jenkins done in the past uh wonder woman wonder woman uh 1984 she was slated she was the original was supposed to be the original um of doing uh thor the dark world Mm. um so that might have saved that franchise um but uh i mean i it's gonna be interesting great what are you talking about uh you mean thor the dark world yeah thor Thor the dark world's Ragnarok is the third movie. The, I'm talking about the yeah. second movie. She was she was slated to direct the second movie. It would have saved that movie, but I think the franchise is doing quite well. I mean, Ragnarok yeah. was, and, and then uh, is it uh, God of God of Love that's coming out next? Is there another uh, Thor, one? Thor: Love announced? and Thunder. Love, and, Love thunder. and Thunder. Yeah, um, the, the it, franchise is doing fine. It's Marvel. It's gold, yeah. baby. And she also said it's entirely different way of working since working on it during the pandemic. Um, I'm on the phone with all of them and doing Zoom meetings with everybody involved in Star Wars all, all the time. 
I'm fairly free to do the story that we want to do, but you really need to know who's do who's done what, who's doing what, where it goes and how it works. So she's talking about working with the story group and keeping everything in, in canon, but also expanding canon at a, at a at a at a point, which is really exciting because I think um, Star Wars is all about dogfights. Do we um, do we know where um, in the timeline this movie is going to be taking uh, place? Not from what I can see. Um, movie after oh okay so it takes place after the rise of skywalker hmm. so that's that'll be our first uh our first, our first, our first canon movie. our after... first movie after the rise after uh the skywalker saga so that's lots interesting to, lots to uh lots to get into later on yeah um and also the book of boba fett um John Favreau, Filoni, and Bryce Hallis, uh, Bry- uh, Bryce Dallas Howard have all been confirmed to direct episodes of the show that is now in post-production and which will be coming out in uh, December of this year, 2021. Nice. Um, also on the Patty Jenkins, that movie will be released in May uh, or December of 2023, I believe. Yes, that's what I uh, I also saw. December of twenty twenty three is what they're shooting for right now. Yes, mm-hmm. so that's I. It's uh, it, keep it in December, baby. It kills it in December. Just keep it in in, in Christmas time. You know, for uh, for a very long time, uh, my birthday is in December, and for a very long time, the release dates coincided with my birthday. So that yeah. was my present to myself. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. My, my now wife's present. To, haven't, to myself haven't missed a opening night since disney bought the franchise really yes gone to every single movie opening I, night. yeah we were a little young to be uh dragging our parents to go see attack uh, of the clones attack of the clones uh, revenge of the sith or i remember or revenge of, of the sith going out and wanting to go to that and i think i ended too up young to buy my own tickets and we got to go like maybe like the second weekend but my dad was like yeah i'm not fighting those crowds sorry bud no yeah i i i i went opening night to Revenge of the Sith. It was a big deal. It was a huge deal. It was the end of what we thought was going to be the saga. Um, so there was a lot of uh, a lot of pent up energy. Now, speaking of the saga, we are going to do the ranking of our favorite Star Wars movies. This is also including Rogue One in Solo and the Clone Wars movie. So, David, don't don't would, at us. Would yeah, don't add or us. Do do or add do. us. Let's have a discussion. Yes, absolutely. Do we, um, how do we want to do this? Do we want to go? Do we want to go one by one, where you reveal your top, I reveal my top, and then we argue, or do you want to go down? You want me to go down my list? Um, you go and, down your list, and then I'll go down my list, and then we'll have a discussion. Should I defend myself? I've, I am gonna have I mean, to defend you, myself. You can absolutely. I okay. mean. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Israel is 5,690 miles away from the U.S. 
11 hours by plane. Hate travels faster, in a comment, in a post, in a second. Jewish hate is up 388% in the US. Black hate, Muslim hate, and Asian hate are up too. When one hate rises, they all do. Let's stand up to all hate together. Share and wear the blue square from StandUpToJewishHate.org. Yeah. So, I'm gonna, so you're gonna. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna reveal them. I'm not gonna say episodes because I'm gonna mess myself up. And yeah, I'm gonna call three different movies Attack of the Clones. Okay, or, sounds good. Who knows? We'll find out. <laughs> okay. So keep in mind, I am a twenty-something-year-old man who grew up watching the first three episodes come out as I was growing up. My favorite movie, the movie that I've probably seen the most times, the movie that you you can't argue with me. It's one of the best out there. The one that (laughs) I played the the battle of uh, 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 the battle of Coruscant on Star Wars Battlefront, like probably 50,000 times. My favorite movie is Attack of the Clones. And you mean the the Battle of Geonosis? Geonosis, I'm sorry. Yes, Geonosis. I, I'm not letting with, you make any more mistakes. <laughs> with the uh, is it the is it the no? It's not the ATATs. It's the AT. no ATATTEs. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and getting to drive those things around and just blowing up. Oh my god, the mm-hmm. uh, the the epic battle uh, where you see. I mean, they're just dropping down the drones and they're dropping down the the walkers, the the, the clones and the droids, and you just oh man. I I'm a sucker for a great battle scene, and that's probably okay. of all the movies I've ever, all the big superhero or or fantasy movies that I've seen. That's up up there in the top ten. Okay. Um, second is A New Hope. Um, it it's a good it's a good it's, classic. It's a classic hero movie. It's a it classic. Is, if you were to look up. 100 classic movies. That one's probably on there somewhere. It's probably top 50. Um, Empire Strikes Back. I thought that the storytelling of Empire Strikes Back is probably one of the strongest. Um, I, I think there's um, maybe not a... I don't know, fight me, but there's... I, I Watching that movie as a child, there was nothing I could find wrong with it. And watching it as an adult, there's very little I could find wrong with it. Yeah, I mean, short of some corny lines every now and then, but I mean, it is a thirty or forty year old movie at this point. Yeah, uh, Rogue One is is my fourth favorite. It's a great film. Rogue I love One that is so so much. The so storytelling, I, they really took their time on that mm-hmm. and exploring the origins of the Death Star and, uh, you know, there wasn't a single actor in that movie that didn't do a, a good job. Yeah, that was a great movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five, Phantom Menace. Uh, again, I think I'm going to upset a lot of people <laughs> by putting Phantom Menace anywhere but last place. <laughs> um, but dude, Darth Maul. I mean, come yeah. on, like no. he's just, he's a he's badass. The mo- he's the most con- iconic. I, I, I he's one of the most iconic uh, villains in all of the saga. I will give you Qui- yes, Qui Gon and Qui Gon and uh, I. I will. And you know what? Yeah. It, yeah. I, I'll uh, I will tweet out um, my home address and we can fight about it. But Jar Jar Binks is a good character. Okay, well, for just, uh, okay, just, just, just go I, down the rest of your list. Here's my asterisk. Here's my asterisk. Okay, 
for a 10-year-old when the movie's coming out. Yes, absolutely. You're right. Loved it. Loved it. You're right. You're absolutely right. (laughs) I don't know about nowadays. I haven't seen the movie in a couple years, and that's probably a good thing. It'd probably be lower on my list if I had. Oh, it would definitely be lower on your list. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Last Jedi um is number six it's the yep. my first of the uh the what would we call the uh, six or the sequel, seven eight nine the sequel the, trilogy. the sequel series first of my the sequel trilogy yep. um i thought it was better than force awakens um i really liked how they explored kylo ren's uh backstory in this movie mm-hmm. um i and i i thought the i thought the filmmaking was great yeah um Return of the Jedi right after Last Jedi. That's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight in the the list. Uh, Return of the Jedi, classic, right? Yep, classic. Uh, classic. Then then Force Awakens. I thought Force Awakens was good, but I thought it was campy. I thought that Too closely a, to A New Hope. And I mean, they yeah, they basically spend the entire show nodding to star wars right like it's not its own thing it's just like oh hey remember the millennium falcon oh hey remember yeah i mean it's it's the same thing and it's just a a new story um right after that revenge of the sith i i think this is this is the worst and you know what no just keep continue continue i so I don't think hmm, controversial. I don't even know if it's controversial. Uh, it I might feel like be. Star Wars isn't good at closing a series. Revenge of the Sith, uh, uh, and then Rise the of Skywalker. One. Yeah, both of Return, them were. Yeah, Return of the Jedi does a pretty good job. Return of the Jedi does a good job, but the other two are just they missed the mark. And, and I'm sorry, they they missed the mark. Uh. Rise of Skywalker is right after that. Yeah, I, I think Rise of Skywalker. Didn't Dave Filoni or no, uh, not Dave Filoni? Who who directed uh, Force Awakens? J.J. Uh, Abrams. J.J. Abrams. He recently came out, and I heard that he said something to the effect of, "Yeah, it we really would have been good if we had a plan one. for all three movies before we released them." And I think the entire Star Wars fan base was like, "You freaking think, man?" Yeah, yeah, I. <laughs> Yeah, well, it, we'll have to have a segment where we just talk about the sequels. And... Yeah, I mean, Daisy Ridley, you know, she said, I, I think at one point my last name was like five different last names throughout the the, the, the movies. Mm-hmm. It's a tragedy. They, The movie's good. It's canon, be happy, yes. but it they have room to improve. Okay. Uh, I'm then going to go Solo. Okay. Uh, Solo's a good movie. It's just uh it's not groundbreaking it's it's a good western i i think uh when you talk about like the 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 style of the film it's like a very western cowboy kind of a movie and i know that that's what they were going for um and it's great to to fill out this the series but they they could have survived without doing it yep um and then last is clone wars and i know we're doing a series about clone wars um but we're not watching that movie yeah, and I mean I haven't <laughs> I haven't seen it in a very long time and when you were describing it to me last week I was like, "Oh, that happened. That's what Oh. Yep. Yep. I mean, uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of character building. You you meet Ahsoka for the first time canonly canon-wise. Canonically. Canonically. It it 
it it builds. We'll just say that. I we should watch it. I I think after we get through this series, let's watch all the movies. Okay. Um, I agree. It, because you know it's canon. Be happy and uh, uh, there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's you're a gonna, busy you're, movie. You're gonna like my. You're gonna like my. Uh, right I'm here. ready. Let's go. So the fact that you don't have Empire Strikes Back number one is absolute insanity. It is. It is the pivotal of what a great star wars movie it's in top three it the story alone and the reveal at the end is the most iconic thing in pulp culture and it really puts star wars on the map in my opinion new hope did a great job introducing us all to the world but empire the more you watch it the more flawless of a story it is oh i think it gets better every time oh it gets better all the time now, Revenge of the Sith, I will completely disagree with you on the point of it doesn't do a good job of finishing off the, 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 the trilogy. Um, it's the best it's the best movie out of the trilogies. Um, the dialogue's not as choppy. Um, the acting's way better in it. Um it has the best saber fight. Um, in Revenge of the Sith. Oh yeah, it's better than fan, uh, the uh, the uh, Duel of the Fates. Oh for sure. No, I, I think I like Revenge of the Sith. Don't get me wrong. Don't no, get yeah. me wrong. I just think that there's better movies. And I, I, and, I the, and I the, and I can see where you can put it where you are. And I and I and, and I have no problem with it. I just think it's hilarious that you don't have it higher. But that's not my that that's not my ranking. So I mean. Right. You you, know you like Star uh, Wars for what you want, and we're just gonna we'll do a rewatch yeah. after we get through the after we get through the episodes after we okay. get through the Clone Wars. Let's rewatch the movies. Well, we gotta and get at through, the end. We gotta get through Bad Batch, and then once the new stuff yeah, so, starts releasing, so in, we'll have to do those first. And in seven years, we will re-broadcast <laughs> this yes. part of this episode, and then yes. we will come out with our new rankings, new rankings. Okay. in seven years. All right. I'll I'll quickly go through the rest of mine. Um, Return of the Jedi, number three. Return the of ending, Jedi. the redemption. Uh, well, with Revenge of the Sith, you see the fall of Anakin Skywalker into Darth Vader. Return of the Jedi, you see the redemption. You see everything of what he should have been. Rogue One, Vader makes that film for me. Um, I like how they made it different. Um, everybody in that cast kills it. He's um, on it. He's arguably the most menacing he ever is oh, in that movie. Absolutely. And then you see, uh, I have a new hope. It's classic. Force Awakens is, it, it, it's okay. Kind of the sequels are all kind of ranked the same way. That's what, why. I what have, were your thoughts on Force Awakens the first time you saw it, or uh, maybe not the first time, but now looking I, at it critically? I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Um, it's too closely to a New Hope, mm -hmm. I, in my opinion. Um. But I, I enjoy it. It's canon. Enjoy it. Yeah. Um, the Rise of Skywalker. Um, very fan fan servicey. Um, I what, think you, you think the scene bringing, with with uh, Kylo Ren with his shirt off that that's not fan service. Come on. No, even that that's in the Last Jedi. Oh man, see you show. 
There you go. Once again, I'm the I'm the pod one. You're the master. Yes. Um. So Rise of Skywalker at seven. I think it does an all right with what it was presented in the first two films. Um, Last Jedi. I'm coming around on it. It's still the a lot of the things with Luke's character really frustrate me. Um, but I think. I will start to get back to how I viewed it the first time I ever saw it, which which was one of my favorite films. And then I started to realize that's not how Luke Skywalker would handle things. Um, then I go solo. It's a great heist film. It's a Western. I love it. It's great. It's great for what it is. Phantom Menace. Dialogue, Metachlorians, still uh, kind of iffy on that. Uh. Um, that's 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 core. That's core. I know. That's core I, it, to the it, mythology it, it, of the it Jedi. Is. Absolutely. But You're gonna put I, it all the way down there at number ten. And well, an attack of the clones is just basically the cringe-worthy moments between Anakin and Padme. Like those are just yeah, but... so poorly written, in in my opinion. It's just not. But how good's the battle? Tell me oh, the great battle! Great battle! If we were just basing it on battles, it'd be in the top three. <laughs> but but this isn't battles. This is movies. And then <laughs> and then obviously the Clone Wars movie. Um, but we kind of discussed. We kind of there's I, our rankings. I, I will say, okay, I am almost ranking my, the movies based on if I was a twelve year old. Oh yeah. Um, I, I, the, the acting, not even the acting, the acting's good. And Hayden Christensen is a good actor and he did yes. exactly what was asked of him. And what I was asked you, of him was George Lucas. Good. If you ever hear this, which I doubt you ever will. Uh, oh. I just want to say, I love you. And you've been a big inspiration for my creativity as a child, Absolutely. but attack of the clones, Phantom Menace have well, in arguably all of the Star Wars movies, the dialogue is like the the least well done aspect of all six movies. I'm sorry. It's but okay. It's especially Attack of the Clones. I killed the women. I killed the children. That one was okay, but the whole it's... we'll have we'll have a whole another discussion on that. Um, not much for canon update. Uh, obviously still uh, listening and reading to Rising Storm. But I think we're going to wrap it up for episode number two. It's kind of a longer one. Uh, but David, where can um, where can the people connect with you on social media? Connect with me? I mean... I'm an enigma. Don't connect with me. Uh, you might <laughs> be able to find me. Who knows? Um... <laughs> You can find us on TikTok at uh, the Pod Ones Podcast. Yes. You can find us on Instagram at the Pod Ones Pod P O D. Yep. Uh, we're on Twitter. Are we on Twitter yet? Yes, we are. Are we at, on Twitter at at Pod Ones? Um. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, that's that's, that's it. We, that's we've got. You'll see us on YouTube. Um, Go follow, subscribe, like, comment. Um, uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Music, Amazon. Anywhere your podcasts are found. 
Yep, absolutely. Go rate us five stars on Apple because that's something I hear a lot of other podcasts say. And yeah, go rate us five stars. I think that I think that gives us more money and and more uh, access to distributing this thing, and we want to get the message out to as many people as we can. Yeah, absolutely. We yeah. all email we us, all, comment, yep. tweet at us. Let us know what you want to see, what you want us to hear, what you want us to talk about. Yep. Um, or what you want us to shut up about. If if you don't care about our rankings, let us know. Well, we wanna we wanna know everything of what everybody wants. We will have some big announcements here in the next couple of weeks. We've got some possible guests yeah. coming on. Um talking Star Wars, not only Clone Wars, but other canon and legend stuff. So keep your ears and eyes on social media. Um and for that, uh may the force be with you. It's canon. Be happy. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.